you know, I'm, I'm a lot faster than I used to be, but that's just to compared to me, you know, in the end, the race is only with ourselves. Dizwins Radio episode 878 starts in three, two, Welcome back to Diz Runs Radio, where I talk with runners from all corners of the running world about running, life, and everything in between. I'm your host, Denny Cray, and it's just about time to head out the door for an easy run and a great conversation. So if you're ready, then I'm ready. Let's get started. Hey guys, uh, today's episode is brought to you in part by Head Sweats, a company that I've been proud to be a part of their uh, ambassador team this year. Hopefully we'll be part of their team next year as well, but uh, a company that I I really enjoy being a part of. Uh, Obviously, uh, if you don't know anything about Head Sweats, like kind of their bread and butter is is hats and headwear, right? Like they got uh, visors, hats, uh, winter winter gear with winter starting to approach. Maybe some of you already feel like you're in winter, certainly not winter down here in Florida just yet. But uh, not that we ever really need proper winter gear down here. But, you know, I mean, the Floridians, they don't know any better. Uh, but, you know, beanies, uh, different types of, of winter hats, winter gear. Uh, if you're getting ready to, you know, kind of transition to some outdoor cold weather running, you might want to get uh, some new gear there. Uh, if you want a buff, uh, if you, and if you want other things, Head Sweats, they also have some really great shirts. Uh, they also make in masks. So if you, if you still need a mask, if you want a new mask, uh, you know, to kind of wear as, as hopefully you won't need them much longer, but as, as long as we need masks, Headsweat's got masks as well with cool designs, and they're also reversible, so it's like two for one. I mean, what, what better is there than that? I'll tell you what's better than there than that. Um, if that made, I don't know if those words came out quite right, but we're going to roll with it. Uh, better than two for one as far as reversible masks is saving some money on whatever you get from head sweats, whether it's hats, whether it's shirts, whether it's masks, whether it's something else. Although I think that's, that pretty much covers the gamut of things that they have available. Uh, the way to do that is to use the code DIZRUNS35 at checkout, D-I-Z-R-U-N-S-3-5. Use that at checkout. You'll save yourself 35%. And if you want to help support the show at the same time, instead of going right to the head sweats website, website by type in headsweats.com type in disruns.com slash headsweats that'll still take you right back to their same normal homepage but it does so with a little uh little bit of code on the back end that you don't need to know anything about but it, it uses my affiliate link which means that i get a little commission credit for sending you over there and then shop to your heart's content whatever you get i get a percentage off of it doesn't cost you anything extra at all it costs you the exact same price uh, and then obviously don't forget to use the code as well disruns35 at checkout so you save 35 percent you get yourself some great gear. You're supporting a great company. You're also supporting the show. I mean, win-win, win-win, win-win all the way around. Uh, Dizruns.com slash headsweats. Use the code Dizruns35 at checkout. And let me know what you get. You know, you get some uni- unicorn gear. There's some new unicorn hats available. I kind of got my eye on one. Ain't going to lie. Uh, but a whole lot of other things available as well at headsweats. So uh, Dizruns.com slash headsweats. Once again, Dizruns35 at checkout. Save yourself 35% on your whole order. And uh, not for nothing... But usually on Thursdays, shipping is free. So maybe, maybe just maybe, do a little browsing now, wait to buy until Thursday uh, when you can probably get some free shipping, at least here in the United States, usually free shipping on Thursdays. Uh, no promises there, but uh, you know, just, just, just for your information. Uh, but anyway, thanks for supporting the show. Thanks for supporting the, uh, the partners that I have as well. And uh, without any further ado, let's go ahead and dive in to today's episode of the show. 
Hey guys, uh, my guest today is a lady that uh, enjoys a bit of traveling, and if she can find a race to run while traveling, then that is even better. Uh, when it comes to running a race in every state, she's got a, she's got a slight edge on me at the moment, I believe, at least according to her Instagram profile. She's got a, about 11 states down, I think. Uh, I've got about 10 states down. We're both even on, when it comes to D.C., but you know, she's got a little, a little lead on me there. Um, but in terms of international racing... Uh, she's definitely blowing me out of the water because I've got I've got nothing but the United States and she's crossed a few countries off her list there. So uh, certainly looking forward to uh, probably talking some racecations today, a little bit of travel, a little bit of running, um, and who knows what else. But uh, certainly uh, looking forward to to that and, and probably more with today's guest, uh, Miss Corinne Milligan. So Corinne, thanks for uh, taking the time and uh, thanks for joining us today. Really appreciate it. Welcome to the show. Oh, thanks. I'm a long-time listener, and I've uh, been eager to eager to chat with you. Yeah, well, uh, certainly appreciate you, you tuning in for uh, however long it's been. A long time means uh, you know probably more than just a, a couple days, so I appreciate that, and uh, certainly looking forward to it. And guys, if you uh, enjoyed today's conversation, want to connect with with Corinne on social media, um, you know she's she's one of those that's got the, the easy the easiness in that it's the same handle in uh, multiple places. So the same handle on both Instagram and Twitter. It's at Balmerchick. B A L M E R C H I C K at Balmerchick. Both Instagram and Twitter so you can find her, connect, say hello, uh, let her know what you enjoyed about today's episode. And of course, we'll have things linked up in the show notes as we always do. Dizruns.com slash 878 is the link for today. Dizruns.com slash 878. Uh, Cliff's Notes, links, photos, and again, the easy access to Corinne's social media accounts there. Dizruns.com slash 878. Eight. So, uh, Corinne, as a, as a listener of the show, you know uh, you know at least the first bit that's coming. Uh, no no surprise in you today. So uh, I don't, I'm not even going to give you the whole big uh, spiel of, of how to tee it up, and, and I'm just going to let it let you take it and run with it. What is your favorite distance to race, and why? Oh my gosh, I've practiced this so many times on my runs when I'm listening. <laughs> um, you know, before all this pandemic stuff, I would have said. Um, definitely the half marathon, mm-hmm. um, because, you know, as a, as a not so fast runner, a turtle runner, so to speak, you know, it's enough to challenge me, but not enough that the training is going to take over my life and make mm-hmm. me have to quit my job. Right. Um, but now I think anything that's a live race, I'd be happy with. <laughs> I just, I just want the live race experience again. Yeah. I, I uh, have a feeling that there's a whole host of people right now that are like, yep, I'll take, I'll take whatever I can get long, short, yeah. fast, slow, uh, whatever it is. If, if I can be around some people and, and experience the, uh, that, that in-person, uh, gathering of runners again, uh, and of course do it safely. Like, like that would be, uh, yes. everybody wants to get a, a piece of that. What, what do you miss, you know, seeing as, as we're recording this still, I, you know, who knows if we're in the midst, if we're on the tail end, if we're still in the beginning, oh, heaven help us. I hope we're still not in the beginning of this coronavirus situation, but, uh, what do you miss most about kind of the live and in-person race, uh, experience? I, I miss just, you know, being around people. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it, it encourages me to, to run faster. It gives me something to train for. I get to see friends because I, you know, I, as you mentioned in the intro, I travel. So I see a lot of my friends when I travel to these races. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just, of course, the after party, the post-race <laughs> beers. Right. I mean, that's like my favorite part. But um, yeah, I just miss being around people. I I live in a small area, a small county in Maryland and Southern Maryland, and I don't get to see a lot of other runners or run with a lot of other people, like-minded people. So I think that's what I miss the most is being around people. Yeah, there's there's uh, nothing like that that 
atmosphere and environment of, you know, however many, 500, 1,000, 5,000, 10,000, whatever, you know, yeah. that, depending on the size of the race, of course, but getting around that many people and the excitement. And, uh, I mean, yeah, it's, it's as an introvert, as I've said a few times, you know, I'm, I'm an introvert's introvert, but, uh, I, I don't mind, I don't mind a few thousand fellow runners on race day. Like that's, that's, that isn't something that, that strikes me with a, a fear, maybe not fear, but, uh, a, a, at least a little bit of anxiety, like being around, uh, you know, a few thousand people in a lot of other situations, put me in a, a in a race with a few thousand people. And, uh, it, you know, it, it would, it would be, uh, nice to be able to do that, uh, again soon. Have you, Yeah. you know, I, I don't, I don't know if I, if I have a, a, a thought on this or not, as far as what I think you're going to say, which is a terrible way to, to lead into a question, but, um, <laughs> You know, seeing as as things are as they are right now, we're kind of on this this current events topic with, uh, you know, the the pandemic and and kind of adjusting to what things are looking like right now. I know a lot of runners have have dipped their toes into virtual running for you know for some motivation to to kind of chase some some bling for the those that are really into the metal side of things. Uh, obviously, for those of us that enjoy just that race day excitement, virtual r- races don't really uh, scratch that itch. But have have you done any virtuals this this year, or is that just not even something that's really uh, appeals too much to you? Well, I, I have done a couple virtual, um, and I did one, um, there's a that company up here in Maryland that does, uh, that did a race across Maryland challenge. Mm-hmm. So, you know, run 200 miles in a month or a month and a half it yeah. was. And that kind of inspired me to keep my mileage up, which I really liked, but I I've deferred a lot of races right. because I would prefer, um, the live ex- experience and, you know, but I, I understand supporting local race companies. Mm-hmm. I get it. I feel for them. I've tried to do virtual, but honestly, I'm just excited for, um, my next live race. Yeah. Yeah. Aren't, aren't we all and, and fingers? Do, do you have, <laughs> do you have one that's, that, that looks like that, that still is tentative as, as a possibility or is it still kind of just way out on the horizon whenever that next live race is going to be? Actually, and, and you'll probably appreciate this living in Florida. I'm signed up for space coast in okay. November. Okay. Um, so I'm real. I have a good friend who lives down there who's going to be running it as well. And I'm crossing my fingers and, um, you know, it'll be, uh, my first foray and traveling, um, by plane since all this started. And, but I'm hoping that space coast is live. I like to cross Florida off my list cause I've not run a half in Florida yet. Gotcha. Gotcha. We're, we're going to dive into that a bit more uh, soon, but yeah, fingers, fingers crossed for sure. I've, I've got, uh, um, not, not confirmed yet, but there's a, 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 an inkling for a 50 K in early December down here. So it's like, Ooh, okay. like yeah, you know, maybe like, like again, like I, I'm not one that's really super driven by races, but with, with where we are right now, it's like, yeah, I wouldn't mind doing a race. Um, and, and that's one that, that I think could be fun and maybe make a little weekend out of it. I don't know. We'll see, but, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, hopefully, yeah. hopefully, you know, late, late 2020 into 2021, more of these races will, will continue to happen. Uh, and we can, yes. we can get back to, to doing that type of thing that a lot of us enjoy doing safely. So, uh, Corinne, you know, uh, now that, now that we've kind of gotten, as, as I always say, right with the, the intro, it never, never is a, is a dull moment. It always gives a, a lot of options for things to talk about, but kind of shifting back to, to you and, and uh, maybe not so much present times, but kind of the, you know, running history question, how'd you get started in this sport? Is it something that's been uh, a long time thing for you or uh recent ish? Or, I mean, you got 11 States, so it can't be too recent, but you know, when did you uh, get started in the sport of running? Um, well, I grew up hating running. I was always <laughs> like the slow kid with chunky, slow kid with asthma growing up and never really appealed to me. And, uh, I had moved. Um, I moved a lot with my old job. I was in TV news Mm -hmm. and uh, um, a friend of mine had quit TV to become a running coach. 
And I said, you know, I need a new challenge and I've always hated running. So let's see where this goes. And I called up, you know, my buddy Jonathan and said, um, hey, Jonathan, I want you to teach me to run and, uh, um, you know, to love running. And you know what? He succeeded. He's a great coach. Um, and, uh, you know, he, he now runs his own business mm -hmm. and he's a coach and uh, a trainer. And uh, he actually made me love running. So that was about 10 years ago. Gotcha. Um, so I've kind of ever since, and he, he, we were running for a couple months and I said, okay, I think I'm into this. And he said, okay, you're signed up for your first race. And I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and he had signed me up for this, um, a, a 5k, um, a Santa Claus shuffle, mm -hmm. uh, around Christmas time, obviously. And, uh, I was hooked after that. Um, and I've been kind of running ever since I'm not the fastest person, but I pride myself on consistency. Well, and, and, you know, anybody who's listened to, to the show very long has, has heard me talk about consistency before. And that's, and that's certainly a, a huge aspect of, of improving in our sport, whatever, whatever improving looks like for you. Um, you know, if, if you keep showing up and keep putting in the miles, you're, you're probably going to yep. keep moving in, in the right direction. Um, and of course, fast, slow, that's all, that's all relative. One person's fast, another person's slow and vice versa. So, uh, you know, yeah. it, it is, it is what it is there, but I, I have to go back to the whole, um, I really hate running. And so I'm looking for a challenge. Well, let me, <laughs> let me dive in. Like, like I, I get having a friend that's, that's into something and, and starting a business and wanting to, to support that. Um, but I don't really get the, well, I'm looking for a challenge. So let me, let me pick on something that I really don't like doing like that. That seems a little bit, uh, uh just not, not the way that I would go. So, I mean, was it, was it really that simple or, or was there, was there a bit more of a, 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 a tug that kind of got you to at least think about doing something that up to that point you really uh, had no desire to do? Um, well, you know, I had on and off tried to like run, um, like in high school and college, um, I wouldn't call it serious efforts as opposed to what I'm doing now. Um, and, but I had pretty much given up on ever like doing that. I'm the kind of person, if I can't be good at it, um, I tend to not want to do it. I'm not really that motivated to do it. So I don't know when, uh, my friend Jonathan started coaching, I said, you know, um, I'm going to call him up and see if he can, uh, because I really was looking for another challenge. I was in a rut. I, I moved to a new place and I gained weight. And I mm -hmm. thought, you know, maybe this will get me, you know, a light a fire under me, so to speak. And uh, it certainly did. And I mean, it's it's not so much of a weight loss tool for me as a confidence tool. You know, mm -hmm. I'm a good confidence builder for me. Um, that has been a great asset over the years. And I've met a whole lot of great people and really has uh, enriched my life. Yeah, lots of lots of uh, folks I think can can relate to that, and and you know as, as I've talked about a few times, it's one of those one of those metaphors I think that that running teaches us confidence that hey we're able to do this, and then all of a sudden it, it kind of translates into other areas of our lives, and, and we're willing yeah. to to push ourselves and and see what might happen professionally, personally, socially, like whatever. And, but it just gives you totally. that confidence to to try something new. So that's that's awesome that that's something that has really uh you know been been something that. You, sounds like maybe you picked that up pretty pretty early in the running thing, or did that was that something that, that it was a slow process to kind of come about? Well, it, you know, when I started running and like finishing races, it, it was like, oh, I can I can really do this and kind of learn how you can push your body, you know, mm -hmm. into like I can do amazing things. Like you know, weight goes up and down, and you know, I'm, I'm never going to be like a size two, but like 
I feel great about myself. You know, it really, um, like you said, it, it helps me like push the boundaries physically, personally, um, in all aspects of my life. It really, what you said was nailed it right on the head there. Gotcha. Gotcha. So, you know, kind of in that, that intro there, we talked about racing and, and what we, you know, what you enjoy about kind of just being around people and around runners, uh, going back to that, that first race. So that first Santa, Santa shuffle, um, was, was that kind of a, the, the love of races? Like, I mean, you said like that was kind of the thing that, that, that hooked you right away. Was it the, the running community at the time that, that hooked you? Or what was it about that first race experience that, that really kind of got you going and, and, and really sank its teeth in you, into you as far as, you know, being a, a runner for, uh, you know, at least the next 10 years and hopefully the foreseeable, you know, hopefully the rest of the future. But uh, what was it about that first race that really grabbed you? Right. Yeah. My, my goal was to run the rest of my life healthy. <laughs> but um, anyway, I, that first race was... Um, you know, the energy of the crowds. And, you know, at first I was like, I was, I'm always, you know, the back of the pack runner. Um, but it just hooked me, the energy of the, the spectators and everybody watching. And I had met a number of people through a tool called Daily Mile, which is a defunct now, but met some great people through that. So I like knew people and people were rooting me on and waiting for me at the finish line. And, and my coach, Jonathan, was there and he, cheer, you know, he was, of course, finished before me, but he, he came and ran a little bit with me. And it, it really was a great experience. I felt like supported and, you know, having moved to a new place, I kind of, you know, I was like, oh, I know all these people. And it's like, I don't know, just the whole energy of the day just inspired me to keep going and push to longer races like, you know, 10Ks and um, eventually 14K and then, you know, eventually half marathons. Yeah, it's, 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 uh, you know, to borrow a, a, maybe a terrible metaphor, but it's, it's a gateway drug, right? That, that first race, if it, if yeah. it goes well, <laughs> boy, it, it, it can lead to, to continue to climb the ladder and, and continuing to, to, you know, push yourself into different distances, different paces, having something to compete against for yourself, whatever it ends up oh, being. Yeah. Um, so, you know, as, as we talked about, or I mentioned a little bit in the, in the intro, and, I, and this is uh, certainly something I want to, you know, kind of dive into a little bit more. Um, you know, the, the, uh, the, the race goal of running a, a race in 50 States and kind of where that ties into travel. So you mentioned you traveled around a lot or moved around a lot, uh, it, with, with your job in the past of being an anchor and, and moving around to different, I'm assuming different stations, different, different parts of, of maybe the whole country or at least, uh, regions, whatever, whatever it ended up being. Um, but, but when did the, the goal of, of running a, a race in all of the States and is it, is it specifically a half marathon goal or is it any type of distance, but where did that kind of goal come from? Um, it's half marathons. Um, and, you know, I don't know. I, I had started, um, I, I met a group of friends down in Virginia Beach. There's a group called the Running Turtles that I was, um, that I'm a part of. And um, I don't know that we started going on like little trips, you know, mm -hmm. going to do, we did a half marathon in Myrtle Beach. And, you know, of course, in Virginia where I lived and um, just in Maryland, I did some in Maryland where I, I'm from and I live now. Um, I don't know. And then I just, I found out about the 50 States. Like I'd heard a couple people say, Oh, you know, run a half in 50 States. And I thought, you know, that's a cool, like a lifetime goal. And, you know, like I mentioned, I, I, I really would like to keep doing this as long as my body allows me to. And, um, a goal of like doing it in 50 States, it's great. I can travel, um, you know, and I've, I've traveled abroad to a couple places and done half marathons there. And, um, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's a good thing to kind of keep me going to say, okay, what do I, what state am I crossing off next? And, you know, hopefully that'll be Florida, um, in November. Right. Um, but you know, it, it just, and uh, plus I can meet a lot of people, see different parts of the country. 
um, I kind of like that aspect. Yeah, it's it's uh, certainly something that's been, um, you know, for, as, as I've said before, it, the the opportunity to go to places that otherwise I probably wouldn't go. And it's not like I don't have a desire yeah. to visit some, you know, I think I always use North Dakota as, as my example. But like, <laughs> like I, I mean, I think I, I'm I'm. 100% sure that, you know, every every state has great reasons to visit and, you know, may not be the things that you always hear about um, as far as, you know, different, you know, obviously Florida has a lot of things that we're talking about here, California, whatever, different places that, that are kind of maybe more top of the mind when it comes to traveling. But, you know, I, I don't have family in North Dakota. Um, you know, I, I don't know that there's anything that, that I can think of off the top of my head that I'd really like to go see. But if I'm going to you know, if I can go run a race, it gives me an excuse to go there. I can travel around, maybe see some of the, the things that, that there are to do in North in North Dakota or just be out in nature more, which is something I don't get as much of down here. Like, it's a good excuse. So, yeah, you know, whatever it is that that, that gets you going um, and, and, and if, if you can be hooked up with a group, uh, whether it's people that you know in person or people that you meet on social media that you can go and, and have some mm-hmm. friends there as well. I mean, it's, it, you know, to me, it's a no-brainer. Um, you know, not that everybody enjoys travel, not that everybody needs to, but like, if, if that's something that would be uh, exciting for you, then, then yeah, I mean, why not, why not do that and see right. some different places, run some different races instead of the same, you know, six or eight races that are in your local area every year. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but you know, travel, enjoy it and, and make a, you know, make a, make a memory out of it instead of just crossing off a, a race on a Saturday morning and then back home for the rest of the Saturday afternoon to do your normal, normal routine. Yeah. I, I always say the best way to see a city is running it. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I, like you, uh, I, I went to Dublin, um, and ran rock and roll Dublin, Ireland. Mm-hmm. And that's, was the best. I mean, you see parts of the city that, you know, you're never going to see like on the, on the tour, you right. know, um, Grand Cayman, I did, um, a race in, on the Grand Cayman and, you know, you get to see the area and you see the people and you see like play, you know, areas that, you know, you're not, I went to Iceland last wow. year and oh my gosh, what a great way. It was in and around Reykjavik and it was like, it started at nine o'clock at night and it went to midnight and it was still like mm-hmm. daylight. I mean, of course the sun didn't set for like 10 minutes at midnight. Right. Uh, but what a way to like see a new place. And, you know, like even if it's North Dakota or Dublin, Ireland or whatever, someone's dream location would be or any location in the world. Um, you, you get to see it in a way that you'd never see it on a tour bus mm-hmm. or on, in a, on, from a plane or on a, in a car or whatever. I mean, it's and doing something I love and, you know, um, what better way to see a city? Yeah, I totally agree. And, and even, uh, I find that sometimes even locally, but certainly when you're, when you're traveling, like you could drive down a street, but you're going, you know, whatever the, the speed limit, you're going 40 miles an hour, 50 miles an hour, whatever it is. Like you might see one or two things in when you're running down the street at, you know, whatever at, at nine minute pace, 10 minute pace, 12 minute pace, like 15 minute, whatever it is, doesn't matter. Um, you get to take in a lot more because you're just, you're down that street longer. Like you're able to look to both yes. sides of the street instead of just one or, you know, whatever you, you can stop and, and really check something out if you're so inclined. So yeah, I totally agree that no better way to, to sightsee, no better the way to, to play tourist as far as I'm concerned mm-hmm. than uh, with a bib on the, with a bib pinned to you and, and uh, you know, running, you know, whatever it is, 10 miles, 13 miles, 26 miles, 50 miles, like whatever it is, run through it, check mm-hmm. it out. Uh, definitely the, the way to sightsee for sure. Definitely. Definitely. I'm, I'm excited to travel again. Yeah, certainly. So what, what are some of the, I mean, you, you mentioned a couple of, of the, the international places, which all sound, you know, amazing in and of their own, their own selves. But what about uh, here uh, in the States? Where, what, what states have you crossed off so far? What, uh, you know, what places have you been to as far as, uh, you know, traveling for races go? 
Um, well, I've done, um, like I, I traveled up to New Hampshire a few years ago. One of my sorority sisters lives up there. So ran a race there. And of course I've, I've done Maryland a bit. Mm -hmm. Um, and Virginia, um, there's a, um, there's a lot of races down the Virginia beach area. Mm -hmm. Um, JNA racing puts on some great races, um, which a lot of listeners might've heard of them. Um, of course, North Carolina, South Carolina, I did the Shiner half in Texas, mm -hmm. which, you know, Shiner's my favorite kind of beer. When I lived in Dallas years and years ago, I thought, you know, going to Shiner's like going to Mecca, you know. So <laughs> I got to run that one. And there's no way to see, you know, Shiner's this little town in Texas. But what a fun, what a fun trip that was. I went with two friends of mine and um, it, we just like, you know, made a w long weekend mm -hmm. out of it and had a blast. Um Let's see. Am I gum? I know I'm it's okay. missing. I, I know state. putting it on the spot is not the the right way. I know to do this, Delaware. But. I've done Delaware, um, Maryland, the whole like a lot of the East Coast, mm -hmm. except for I've not done Georgia or Florida. Gotcha, gotcha. So, so uh, for for lack of a better way of saying it, a lot of the the quote unquote easy easy to get to states have kind of been starting to get to. Now you're gonna have to start expanding out the travel a little bit more. Well, yeah. And last year I went to. I did do two. Uh, a big thing, a feat for me is doing a half marathon two days in a row. Mm. So do a half on Saturday, half on Sunday. I did one in Indianapolis because I had a friend in Indianapolis. And then some friends of mine from I met on Facebook, we drove down to uh, Louisville, Kentucky, mm -hmm. and ran a race in Kentucky on Sunday. So it was like two half marathons, two states crossed off in one weekend. Right. So right. that was fun. That was, a, um, that was a great trip as well. How, well let's, let's dive into that a little bit because that's, that's always uh, kind of one of those um, I feel like one of those challenges that, that is certainly doable, but you don't really know what you're getting yourself into until you, you, you do it and, and exactly how it plays out. So how was, how was that experience of running races on back-to-back -back days? Um, I mean, I was kind of scared, but uh, my coach that I have now, um, cause I've moved, um, mm. we, we practiced doing long runs two days in a row. So I was kind of used to, um, do you know, not doing a, you know, a long run and then resting the next day. Mm -hmm. So that kind of mentally prepared me for, Hey, I can do this. You know, if I can run 10 miles on Saturday and 10 miles on Sunday, I can certainly do half marathons right. and on race day, the energy of everything just kind of carries me along. Mm -hmm. Um, I was fortunate enough to be an ambassador for the race in Indianapolis, um, and, uh, so that was a lot of fun. I had like VIP access mm, to Indian, nice. some friends, like I said, I met on Facebook. <laughs> One of them I met on a trip to Alaska for running wow. as well. So that was her. And then two other girls that we met on fa three other girls we met on Facebook. Mm -hmm. So we rented a car and, uh, after Indian, we all ran Indianapolis and stayed with different friends and we mm -hmm. all met and jumped in a car, drove down to Louisville, Kentucky, spent the night. And then we all got up and went to uh went to Louisville, Kentucky the next day and ran the race. Gotcha. So it was it was a blast. I'd do it again. Like I'm ready to go. <laughs> yeah. Does it I, I mean I assume it probably does, but um does it change the way you run the first race? Like did you run the first race in, in Indy a lot more conservatively, trying to really pace yourself since you knew you had to run the next day or, or was that not really part of the equation? I did. I did. I kept in mind, okay, I'm not gonna try to PR this, mm. but I did. <laughs> I, 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 you know, ran the first race and I, I said, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to kill myself, but, um, I, I've been working on my speed and doing a lot of hard work, um, prior to the race. So I ended up PRing that and then went down to Louisville and said, okay, well, my goal is just to finish this one. Mm -hmm. And I met these two girls at the, um, in the corrals who were pacing, doing a pace group, which was probably 
about 15, 20 minutes faster than I thought I was going to do it in. And I said to them, I was like, oh, I'll try to keep up with you guys. But if not, no problem. Mm-hmm. Well, as it turned out, I kept up with them and actually beat them. Like I pulled right. ahead and PR that one, too. So um, it was it was fun. It was I felt really good. Um, you know, I was I was I'm a lot faster now. I've been working on speed and dropped a couple pounds in the past year or two. So um, I was ready to go. I was I was um, ready to go and surprised that I beat those mm-hmm. uh, the two pacers that I said I was I couldn't keep up with. But uh, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, it's it's interesting how that works out sometimes when you when you take all the pressure off yourself when there, when there's no yes expectations of of hitting certain time goals because well you know I I've got this race tomorrow so I don't want to go too hard today and then you end up you know messing around and, and PR by accident and the next day like right oh you know like I just I just PR'd yesterday so whatever like I'm not even probably gonna be able to keep up with you guys but then there you go you get the atmosphere of the race the excitement of hey second mm-hmm. day in a row like um, and then also you know not not for nothing but the, the coaching part of me is like well yeah like you start doing some some back to you know, back to back long runs and and a little more focus on um hey we got we, you know we got this big challenge coming up and and you know not for nothing that helps improve your fitness enough that you know you can pr twice in uh 24 hours and and uh you know like just you know again you, you take all the pressure off you, you get some good training in and and you know who knows what might happen it's it's a uh, it's fun when that stuff works out like that Exactly. Exactly. My my coach here uh, in Southern Maryland did a good job, and mm-hmm. uh, you know kept up my miles. Had some focus runs, a lot of hill work, which which I've um, someone once said is speed work in disguise. Right. Um, right. You know, kind of got me going there, and I was in good shape. Then I finished the two half marathons. Yeah, that's that's uh, job well done. So congratulations on that. Um, when it comes to to traveling, this is something that I've, I've talked to a few folks about, and and. Uh, always love to get different perspectives as far as you know tips for traveling, especially when you know that running is going to be part of of the trip as well. Um, and obviously, you know it's not exactly the most relevant topic right now, but hopefully soon. I mean, hopefully for you in November and and for everybody else somewhere, you know, in the not too distant future, that those that want to travel for races, um, hopefully have that opportunity again. What what seems to work for you in terms of? Um, you know, scheduling the race, do you travel early and then, you know, enjoy some time to get, you know, acclimated to the area and then race a little bit, you know, towards the end of the trip? Do you like to get there, race, and then uh, maybe enjoy a few days on the, on the other end? Or, or you know, what, what kind of works, works best for you seemingly when it comes to logistics for traveling and racing at the same time? Well, if, if I have a choice, I just go like, I'd like to get the race over with in the beginning mm. <laughs> before my body realizes what's going on. <laughs> right. Um, and I don't spend like the whole week eating and drinking in a, in a different place. <laughs> right. Um, so it's, it's, um, but you know, I've been on a couple, um, run trips with, there's a group, um, uh, marathon expeditions that I travel with. And when I went to Alaska with them and to Iceland at each day, there's a, a set schedule. So mm-hmm. I don't have a choice. The half marathon in Iceland was the fourth race of the week. Wow. So we have like different races in different cities. Mm-hmm. Um, and same with Alaska. There's different there's a race every day in a different place. And I didn't always have a choice, but you know, I get the itinerary beforehand and just try to do the best mm-hmm. I can and train beforehand. And um, but ideally, like when I went to Grand Cayman, I did the race first and then I could relax and enjoy the rest right. of the week. That's usually when I have a choice. I'd like to do it first and get a good night's sleep, mm-hmm. and then run the race that next the in a, within the next forty eight hours or so. Yeah, I feel like like 
you know, from a logistics standpoint, that's, that probably is, is what makes, maybe not logistics, but just like you said, that way you can just relax and enjoy it and not be afraid to try some different foods, especially if you're, if you're in a different country, like some ethnic foods that maybe you would have never tried before. And, and we all know we've all, we've all made that mistake of eating something a little bit different the day before a run and then having things go, uh, not exactly ideally. Uh, and, and you don't want that to happen on a race, especially you're traveling and, and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, get that, mm-hmm. get that race done early and then just relax and, um, eat, drink and be merry and not have to worry about, Oh, I've got 13 miles or 26 miles or whatever, uh, you know, looming over me in, in a couple of days. So uh, I think right. that, that probably makes the most sense. What about, um, you know, maybe this, this, uh, Alaska and Iceland trip kind of fit into this category a little bit more, but, um, traveling, after a race, like are the things that, that you tend to do if, if you are traveling, whether it's to get in the car to drive home or whether to get in an airplane to, to hop around, you know, a, a state the size of Alaska, I'm assuming it probably wasn't all just, uh, you know, quick, quick stops here and there. Uh, but, but are the things that you do that, that have found that worked for you as far as helping to, um, with, re- with recovery, making sure that things are going well when it, when it comes to traveling after, uh, running a little bit. I don't know. I mean, I guess the important thing is to stay hydrated mm, yeah. <laughs> and to get rest. Um, you know, on those, you know, the, like I said, the, the Iceland and Alaska trips, I didn't have a lot of say in the Mm -hmm. itinerary. It was kind of set by the race company. Um, so I mean, as far as that, just kind of, um, do my best to stay hydrated. And, you know, obviously when you're in a strange place, you don't always have a say in what you're eating. Um, you know, kind of just try to take it easy, but, kind of wing it after the race. <laughs> it's one of the benefits of having the big race first. Mm-hmm. Iceland, the big race was at the end of the week. Like we had a couple smaller races, like a 5K and a 7K and I think two 5Ks and a 7K. And then the half marathon was like right, you know, two nights mm-hmm. before we left. So luckily I could sleep right, and then get on the plane um, to come home. So I think it kind of just depends on where I'm going. Yeah. Well, and that's, of course, every every you know, every race, every travel destination, uh, has its own logistics and own things you have to work out. But I think that, I mean, I think you can make the argument that staying hydrated, like that's just good advice, period. Like with traveling, not right, traveling, yes. whatever's <laughs> going on, uh, stay, stay right. hydrated as always, you know, that, that helps the body to adjust more. I mean, I think that there's, there's plenty of science that shows that, that when you're hydrated, just like the body just adjusts better when it's not struggling for, for getting some water, uh, in it. So, mm-hmm. so staying hydrated is certainly always a, a good idea. Um, you know, when it, it I, I still on the travel bug because I, I, again, I think it's it's a it's a topic that all of us are kind of dreaming about right now anyway because of what we've already talked about. But B, it's, oh, yeah. it's something that um, you know I think that there's a lot of good uh, potentially good good bits that could come from it. So we'll, we'll see. I'll throw another another traveling question out there, and maybe we'll get off it here eventually. But um, how do you how do you go about deciding you know which races might uh, be of interest to you? I mean, obviously different states that's going to be a big a big piece of the puzzle. But, you know, how, how else if you're if you're looking at, you know, races in whatever, pick a state, Missouri, North Dakota, I already threw North Dakota under the bus. So maybe we'll give North Dakota a good plug. You know, you, you look at you're looking to, to go to North Dakota to run a race uh, and, and you, you know, you, you do your you do your research, you come up with, you know, there's four or five races that uh, all look like, hey, these these might, all races might be good. Um, how do you just, how do you kind of, you know, other than the, the obvious timing, logistical things like that? But like like is there is there a method to your madness to, to kind of narrow down which race um you, you kind of want to do, or, or you throw a dart at the wall or, or, you know, how do you kind of help to, to figure out which race to run when you're looking at different States? 
Well, the first question I ask myself is, do I have any friends who live nearby mm. who, you know, I could crash on their couch and, and <laughs> get a squeeze of visit in too? Mm. like my friend in Indianapolis, you know, I was like, oh, OK, you know, this is great. You no, know, my friend Megan lives there. I can, you know, spend spend the night at her house mm. and, and, you know, take her out to dinner or whatever. Um, if I don't have a friend, I kind of look and see, you know, if the area is a good area or place where I want to see. I like mm. that. Well, do I want to sightsee there? Right. Um, you know, sure, North Dakota, there are great things. South Dakota, there's a place called Wall Drug that, you know, would mm. be a great place. But mm-hmm. there are just there are races that I've heard of already um, or like I want to do Route 66 in Oklahoma. And I'm like, oh, I have a friend who lives near there. I can stay there. That kind of is the first you know thing that I ask myself is, do I know people? Um, I guess another thing is, are they, you know, back of the pack friendly? Mm. Um, I don't, I'm not one of these people who runs an hour and a half, half. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, I love that there's people who do, I'm not throwing under the bus. It's right. awesome. Um, but I kind of look and say, well, you know, this be a race that, um, I'm somewhere in, in the, I guess the front of the back of the pack, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. But, um, just if it, if it would be a good atmosphere, you know, if it's a big race or a small race, those kind of things always go into consideration as well. And then, of course, what the medal looks like. Right. Of course. <laughs> of course, the medal. I, I, I love medals. I, I could do without another T-shirt, um, mm-hmm. but um, I like to add to my medal collection. So hey. uh, if they have a gigantic medal, that always um, – pushes me to press helps. the register button on the website. Yeah, absolutely. Nothing, nothing wrong with chasing a little hardware, uh, and, and, right. and using that as, as maybe the, uh, one of, one of the tiebreakers, at least one of the, the, the pieces of the puzzle when it comes to making the decision. Um, and, and talking about, about pace, I, I think that, uh, maybe this is a chance to kind of get off the travel bit a little bit and, and talk about, and you mentioned the, the running turtles group that, that you're a part of. Um, and, and, you know, it, it, I feel like this is one of those, those topics that, uh, every once in a while it comes up and it, it, I don't, I'm not trying to choose my words carefully because I, I don't think I'm going to say anything wrong, but I don't know. Who knows? Uh, this might fall out. What, what might fall out of my mouth? But um, it, as we already kind of mentioned, like pace is, is, to me, it's one of those things that's relative. Like you're fast, you're slow. Like guess right. what? There's somebody that's faster. There's somebody that's slower. Uh, somebody that wishes they could run as fast as you and, and somebody that, you know, when, when you're like, oh God, like I ran so slow today and somebody's looking at it going, well, shoot, I, yeah, I, that would be like my best day, you know, maybe even beyond my best day right now. Um, but, but, you know, what are, what are, well, the Running Turtles group. What what is what is the group uh, like? Do you have a for lack of a better way to say it? Do you have like a cutoff? Like if you're if you're above this pace, like ah oh, no, you're too fast for a, to be a, <laughs> to be a turtle. Out. Yeah, you're not. You're you're a, you're a no. hare, not a tortoise. Like like what, what's the what's the group dynamic like for you? No, the, the group and 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 uh, they have a Facebook page and they it, it's like walkers, joggers, run walkers, runners. I mean, whatever um, your pace is. I mean, and most of it is most of them are you know p- folks who are. Um, uh, somewhere in the middle, back of the pack or whatnot. But we do have folks who are faster than that, and you certainly don't kick, get kicked out. Um, but it's just it's more amenable to those who are back of the pack runners um, and, and, and like to have fun. Um, they have some great before and after parties for some of the races. Um, and I don't know, they, they accept they do accept all paces. It's just you don't have to feel pressure to be super fast. And like you said, fast, slow, it is relative, but in that group, you're certain to find somebody who is your pace, who you can run with and have a good time with. And we certainly do not kick people out when they get too fast. Good. Good to know. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, 
you know, again, you know, it, it, all being relative, like I wouldn't consider myself fast, but some people would consider me fast. Certainly, some people would, would think that I'm, you know, painfully slow. I think that I'm painfully in the middle somewhere. I'm, I'm a, I'm a strong middle of the packer. I think most of the time, um, you know, if you have, if, if there's, if there's a, a, a running friendship, you know, where somebody's markedly faster than than you, not and by markedly, I don't mean like, like, way, way, way faster, but you know, their their easy pace might be you know, whatever, a minute or two faster than yours. Is that something where when you're, when you're trying to say, Hey, like, like, do you want to come run with me? Do you, do you struggle with that idea of like running with a friend that's faster than you? And like, maybe I'm going to slow them down because I feel like that's something that, that I've heard people compl- like not complain about, but express concern about before. And for example, I'll throw my wife under the bus cause she never listens to the show. Um, like I don't, I love running with my wife, but she's always like, Oh, don't you know, like you're too fast and I'm too slow and I'm going to slow you down. And it's like, if I'm asking to run with you, like, I'm not expecting you to run my pace. I'm expecting to run your pace and enjoy conversation, whatever. Um, but, but I'm curious for you, if, if somebody's asking to run with you that, that you know is a bit faster than you, is that, is that something that, that you struggle with being a, you know, being in the turtle group, being somebody who's, who's, you know, kind of front of the back of the pack? Um, I, I don't know. I just, it, it, it's a dynamic that I think is, it sometimes goes under the, the radar that people maybe are a little bit afraid to talk about, but um, what, what's your experience in those types of situations? Um, you know, when I was a newer, when I first started running, I was embarrassed about stuff like that, but I kind of gave, I kind of got over that. And I really, as someone's asking me to run with them, they know me mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you know, and um, they, I, I have some, I have a friend here who I run with all the time and she's a little bit faster, but you know, she kind of inspires me to step on it a little bit right. <laughs> to, you know, like to hurry up a little bit, but she slows down and you kind of meet in the middle somewhere, you know? And if that person, if we're running a race, we'll have a discussion beforehand, mm-hmm. like, Hey, you know, are you going to just hang out with me or are you going to run ahead and wait for me at the finish line? Um, you know, it's, it's, I think the running community, is not going to chastise anybody for, Oh geez, you're slower. Right. I don't want to run with you. Um, uh, like I said, when I first started, I used to be really embarrassed. I'm so slow. Oh my gosh. But you know, I kind of got over that and I kind of, um, it's one of those things where I'm just happy to be out there. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm a lot faster than I used to be, but that's just to compared to me. Right. You know, in the end, the race is only with ourselves. Um, and that's kind of what I keep in my head. And if I can be proud of the performance and be proud of my running, that day, then that's, that's my goal. And I want to keep, you know, I, um, some problems with my back or problems, you know, I've been sick or whatever and surgeries and have kept me from running for a while. And I come back, I've staged all these comebacks. Mm -hmm. And I know that that's, what's most important is that I'm still out there, you know, I'm being consistent and I'm doing the best I can. And that's what matters. Yeah, it's that's such a such an important point that that uh, you know you're doing the best the, the best you can in the circumstance. So the best you can right now is is different than the best you could you could five years ago. Probably going to be the different than the best you can five years from now. And and not you know it could be faster, slower, longer, shorter. I mean, like like you know all you can do is is live in the present, right? You can you can do what you can do now. Uh, you can push yourself what's appropriate now. And, you know, whatever the future holds, you, you adjust, you adapt, you do more, you do less, you do, you do what you can do. Um, but it's, it's so important to, to focus, I think the, the attention, maybe not the attention, but focus the, the, uh, the genesis of the goals 
inward instead of like, oh, so-and-so can do this. So I need to try to do that as well. Like that, you're just setting yourself up for disappointment and failure and all kinds of, of trouble. I think if you get too far out over your, you know, too far, if your goals are too far out beyond you, instead of, you know, starting from what's where you are right now and, and uh, really trying to push yourself with that internal focus, if that makes any sense at all. Right. Yeah. And, and, you know, when someone asks me to run with them, they just want to spend time with me. They don't, it's not a race. Mm -hmm. I'm not qualifying for Boston anytime soon. You know, I know that's one of your goals. Mm -hmm. I listen a lot. Um, you know, and it's, it's, and that person is not trying to qualify for Boston on that training run. And they just want to like hang out. And, you know, that's one thing I learned in the the running turtles group. It's more about friendships and you spend time with your friends and you're out running and being healthy and, you know, get the gossip or get mm-hmm. the get the tea or, you know, you talk with people and you make good friends. And that's really what it's all about. And why not get in shape while doing so? Yeah, totally agree. And that's and that's the beauty of the running community is for the most part, you know, they're always gonna have a bad apple here and there. But for the most part, like, you know, the, the, the faster runner doesn't care that you're slower. You know, the, the slow no, runner doesn't, doesn't, uh, doesn't, doesn't care that hopefully doesn't care that they're slowing the other person down because again, like we're just trying to spend time. We're just trying to hang out. You know, we're trying to, to, right. to foster those relationships and, and make the miles go by a little bit more enjoyably than just running them by yourself and, and, you know, spending that time together. That's, that's what it's all about. And running just happens to be the, the vehicle to make that happen. So, uh, I, I, and honestly, honestly, some of the faster, fastest people I know are my biggest cheerleaders. Right. Like they are so supportive. And so like, I, I'm just so appreciative that like, you know, that my friend who always wins this marathon in Grand Cayman and can run a, you know, marathon, uh, you know, runs full marathons, but he can runs halves and he's super fast, but he's like one of the most supportive people ever. Mm-hmm. You know, he's one of the first people to comment on my runs that I post on social media or whatever so those people are just as supportive as the people who are running you know my right. pace right and and you know what's what's the 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 quote or i don't know if it's a quote but just the, you know the saying that you know a six minute mile and a 12 minute mile are, are, are still a mile so you know whatever whatever pace you're running um you're still out there covering the same distance and that's you know that's to me to be commended and you're pushing yourself and you know i think it's i think meb said one time that uh you know it's it might almost be harder to run you know a five-hour marathon than a two hour and whatever he runs two hour and ten minute marathon because you're out there for two and a half times longer um Mm -hmm. struggling just as much pushing yourself just as hard you're just doing it a whole lot longer so you know again pace it's all relative like be out there have fun have your reasons for doing it and don't worry about how your pace compares to everybody else maybe is the the moral exactly. of my i'll step off my soapbox there but uh uh <laughs> you know it's just it's just something that we get so caught up in sometimes and uh i think you know just just have fun that's that's the name of the game right um right getting getting close to starting to wrap things up but uh one other kind of race racy related question maybe a little bit travel related but not necessarily specifically uh i saw on your uh on your profile instagram i believe that uh a uh, half fanatic where, where did you uh you know, for for those that well, we'll start here. For those that aren't aware, what's what uh, what does that mean? Being a, a half fanatic. Um, for the fanatics, you have to run like a certain number of races in a certain period of time. Um, and so, gosh, it was so long ago. Was it five races <laughs> in five states? Um, to become a half, there's like qualifications, mm-hmm. and you get like you're uh, ranked by planet. Gotcha. So starting with like Neptune and going all the way to like the sun. I have a friend who's on it and, and you can, and she's also, she also does the 50 States and she's like a third level sun or something wow. like that. <laughs> so like 
I'm excited. I like made it to Jupiter, you know? So, <laughs> um, you know, I, I hope to be my friend who's in earth and whatever, but it's just something, you know, another, another kind of motivator mm-hmm. to get out there and do more races when, when we are able to do so again. Um, obviously that will, um, be a good thing, Yeah. <laughs> but yes, um, that's the half fanatics. And of course you're assigned a number, a membership number, um, and, uh, you know, everybody's numbered to identify themselves. It's like mm-hmm. a little club. Right. There's also like an official 50 States club, which I'm not a member of, but just the fanatics. Right. Right. Yeah. That's, you see, you see a lot of the, uh, the half fanatic shirts and the marathon maniac shirts when you're doing, yes. uh, when you're traveling to other races, especially, I'd imagine that, 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 that Indianapolis Louisville situation, you saw a bunch because anytime that there's those two States that are close together, that have races on back to back days, like that's yes. where the fanatics and maniacs show up because they can check, check off two States, two races, 24 hours. Like what, what more do you want in a, in a, you know, to be part of that club than to do something like that? Oh yeah. That's how I leveled up. I right. leveled up the last time when I did that. Cause you know, again, doing two races in 24 hours in two States counts. That, that counts. That's, so, that's some points yeah. right there. That's for sure. And each planet you move up, it gets harder, you know? Mm -hmm. So I don't have the means to travel for all that travel or the time off of work to do something every week or every month, but I try. Yeah, there you go. I mean, you know, and and at the end of the day, it's just, it's just another thing that's fun, right? Like you enjoy it. You you, you have, you know, you get into that community, you you have a chance to meet more people, have more friends at different races, because again, you know, the people that are in those groups are the ones that are racing as often as they can and traveling and whatnot as well. So you can probably, you know, line up some friends or at least, you know, see some people with the same Jersey on say, Hey, you know, you're one of us and I'm one of you. And, and, you know, we got to, we got a friend out on the course, uh, which always is, uh, you know, especially you get into some of those rough parts of a race where it's, it's nice to have a, a, a you know, somebody that's on your team and you can, you can, yes. Boost and each when other you get into bit. traveling, it's, it's someone to get a hotel room right. with and somebody to, you know, meet up at a restaurant in a city that you don't know or whatever, um, to travel with is, is always good too. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I would imagine, and, and maybe this is where we'll kind of start to really wrap things up, but, um, you know, for somebody who's, who's listening, that's not part of one of those groups. Um, but if they're traveling to a race, especially if they're traveling solo, solo don't have any, any friends or anybody that is going with them. Um, I'd imagine that you could probably still make a friend with somebody who's a maniac or a, a fanatic and kind of be, be adopted. Even if you don't have an official membership number, be, be adopted as part of the group uh, to have somebody to, to share a meal with or uh, you know, bum a ride to the expo with or whatever the case might be. Because, you know, again, we're all runners and you know, we'll all take care of each other along the way. Exactly. And it's, it's such an inclusive community. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. And you'll just that if someone's got a fanatic number on or a Jersey or whatever, just go up and ask them, Oh, what state are you on? Or, you know, how many races have you done? Everybody loves to talk about themselves. So I was gonna say, just, just uh, ask a question a and make and, a friend. Yeah. Ask, ask a question about what's, what's this marathon maniacs thing? What's this half fanatics thing? Right. Like, uh, right. And they'll, they'll talk your ear off. Yeah. They'll, they'll talk to you for the rest of the race, at least uh, probably about what's, mm-hmm. what's going on and what the races they've done. And, and yeah, what a, what a great way to make a friend. So, um, as, as we get into that, that point of wrapping up, Corinne, you know, I've, I've got to, I, I can't let you off the hook without some type of philosophical question here at the end. So, okay. um, yeah, and this, this is the tough one cause you can't really prepare cause it's going to be something a little bit different every time, but, uh, <laughs> uh, we're not going to go too far outside of the normal today. Uh, just be curious, you know, what, what, uh, what has running taught you about yourself in the, in the, you know, 10 plus years or so, uh, that you've been running. If, if I got my numbers correct from earlier in the conversation about, about 10 years ish, um, you know, what, what have you learned about yourself? What have you, uh, you know, what is running taught you that, uh, you know, maybe is, is played out. We already got confidence. We already crossed that one off the list. So you can't go back there, but, uh, anything else that you've, you've learned from running or the running has helped you discover about yourself that, uh, you know, you're, you're able to, to recognize now that maybe you didn't know about 10 years ago. 
Uh, you know, I, I, other than, you know, I'd mentioned confidence mm-hmm. and I'm not going to totally go back there, but, you know, learning how far I can kind of push my body and I, Hey, I really can do this. I'm not like a super athletic person. Didn't grow up like super athletic. So it's like, wait a minute, I can be good at this, you know? Um, another, another big thing it's taught me, you know, is I'm, you know, single and, um, traveling around, it's like, Hey, I can go do all this stuff. Like I don't have to wait for a group of people and I can go and chase dreams and do this and do that. And, you know, make dreams come true on my own, you know, and be adventurous. I went to Alaska, you know, went to Iceland. I mean, travel by myself, obviously met up with the, the travel group, but it was me kind of on my own. And I think, as any, it's kind of unlocked my, my more adventurous side, you know, it's like, Hey, well, I need, we keep saying South Dakota, (laughs) but (laughs) South Dakota, you know, I want to go there. And, you know, I've been to all the States because I have family in Southern California, but still it's like, Hey, I can go travel here and explore this place Mm -hmm. and be exploring and adventurous on my own. I can, I really can do this physically, mentally, Um, you know, it's something that I can achieve and just feel very fulfilled by. Um, it's a, it's really a a great feeling and all the people I meet along the way are just Mm -hmm. icing on the cake. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Get a, get around a couple runners and you're, you're with instant friends and, and, but you don't need yes. you don't need them. You can still travel. You can still adventure. You can still go. It's and yeah, pick yeah. Up the friends along the way. I love it. I love it. So, uh, guys, once again, at uh, Balmer Chick on Instagram, on Twitter, B A L M E R C H I C K at Balmer Chick on social medias. Dizruns slash eight seven eight is the link back to the show notes today. We'll have everything linked up as per usual. So, uh, Corinne, thank you for for making the time today. I certainly uh, appreciate it. Thank you for listening to the show. I'm I'm really enjoying the chance to talk to folks that have been listening to the show for months or years, uh, making that the focus this year. And so thank you for taking me up on the offer. I, I appreciate that. And uh, certainly looking forward to staying in touch and, and uh, seeing, you know, seeing who gets to 51st. Uh, not that we're racing, but, you know, just, just a little friendly competition here. But uh, thanks again for, for taking the time today and certainly wish you nothing but the best going forward. You're welcome. I've been listening for more than a year. You accompany me on so many of my runs, and it's, it's been a pleasure to talk to you. All right. Guys, thank you so much for taking the time to listen to today's episode of the show. Hope that you enjoyed the conversation between Corinne and myself. And as per usual, we'd be curious to know what stood out to you from today's episode. What was what was that thing that was mentioned that you're like, oh yeah, yeah, that's it. Or maybe it's a little bit more of a, of a theme, kind of something that wasn't necessarily specifically said, but just kind of a, a takeaway from the entire episode as a whole. And that's, and that's where I think my takeaway comes from today. I mean, there were, there were certainly things that were said that I was like, oh yeah, I wrote that down and wrote this down and wrote that down. But reflecting on it after the fact, to me, the takeaway from this episode is just that, that Corinne has done a great job of maximizing the things that she enjoys most in the sport and, and focusing on those things, focusing on the travel, focusing on the relationships, the friendships, the, the, the friends that she's made within the running community, the opportunity to use races and travel as a way to connect with friends that maybe aren't runners, friends from past times in her life that, you know, they live in different States, different parts of the country. Hey, there's a race in this area. Can I come and crash on your couch? We can catch up a little bit uh, and I can run the race. So just, it, it just seems to me throughout the stories and, and, and just this episode and the stories that Corinne has shared that she, she gets it. She has, has hit the nail on the head when it comes to maximizing, uh, and prioritizing. Maybe that's the most important part, prioritizing the, the aspects of the sport that she 
that she enjoys the most. And, and I mean, maybe if we got into it more, it would, it would be a little bit different, but it's just, I think too often we lose sight of that too often. We do things that we think we're supposed to do, uh, that we think that others expect us to do as far as running certain races, climbing the ladder, not climbing the ladder, going fast, aiming for PRs. If you enjoy those things, great. If you enjoy those things, do them, of course. But if you don't, you know, that's okay too. If you don't want to race fast, don't race fast. You know, join the turtles, be in the back of the pack. I mean, there's a lot of fun that goes on in the back of the pack anyway, right? Everybody that runs in the back of the pack says that's where the party's at. Well, enjoy the party. You know, whatever it is about running that you enjoy most, I feel like that's where we should each individually focus most of our efforts. You want to race faster? Do do hard workouts and push yourself and race faster. If that's, if that's what you enjoy, great. If you just enjoy cruising and socializing and hanging out and making friends and shooting the breeze and stopping for photos, then there's nothing wrong with that either. There's nothing wrong with that either. And like I said, I feel like Corinne has, has got it. She's got it dialed in. that she, she enjoys running. She enjoys other aspects of life as well and the relationships and the friends and the vibes and things like that that, that are associated with race day. And that's where she's focused. And, and I don't think... I, I think that those of us that aren't, and I sometimes count myself in that category as well, probably more often than I like to admit, maybe we're missing something. Maybe we should focus more on the things we enjoy within the sport and not worry as much about the other stuff. I don't know. Something to think about. Something that I've been chewing on uh, since we, we wrapped up the conversation. Something that I'll probably continue to chew on uh, as, as you know I continue to put this one together and as it goes out and all that stuff. I, mean, I, think, that, I think that there's something to that. I don't know. Maybe I'm missing the boat completely, but whatever. It's my takeaway. So that's that was it. And what about you? What stood out to you from this one? Hopefully, maybe it was something along the same lines. Maybe it was something different. I don't know. It's, it's your takeaways, your takeaway, my takeaways, my takeaway. But if you're willing to share, I'd love to hear it. At Dizruns on Twitter, at Dizruns on Instagram. You can also send an email, of course, to Dizruns at gmail.com. Or you can point your browser over to Dizruns.com slash 878, where we got photos, links, the whole nine. And of course, there's that comment bar down at the bottom of the page. You can leave your thoughts and feedbacks, takeaways there as well. And I get a little conversation going on the website. There's never anything wrong with that. So uh, that's that. That's that. Let's wrap this one up. Uh, once again, if you need some some hats, some winter gear, uh, a, a new mask, a mask that matches your hat, because they got those as well, Head Sweats is the place. And uh, we can certainly, you can certainly help support the show at the same time by going through disruns.com slash head sweats. It's H E A D S W E A T S, just like it sounds, head sweats. Uh, disruns.com slash head sweats. And don't forget to save yourself some bank at the same time uh, using the code disruns35, D I Z R U N S 35. I don't think that it's, you know, th- that the capitalization matters, but if it is, if, if it doesn't seem to work the first time, try it all caps and uh, see how that goes and hopefully that'll work for you save yourself 35% uh, nothing wrong with that that is for sure so uh, Dizruns35 at checkout headsweats.com no, I'm sorry Dizruns.com slash headsweats now I got you all screwed up Dizruns.com slash headsweats to support the show at the same time get yourself some good gear and then let me know what you got always always love to see the photos from folks that uh, you know are supporting the show in various ways uh, but you know good, good to see a picture of you rocking a new hat or a new visor or some be- or a beanie a buff whatever it is uh let me know and with that we'll go ahead and wrap this one up uh thanks for listening hope you enjoyed this one uh if you did feel free to spread the word tell another tell others about the show people in your your facebook groups whatever it might be on social media on instagram on twitter uh, on pinterest wherever feel free to tag the show spread the word that is certainly 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 appreciated until next time y'all please be well take good care thanks again for listening and uh, we'll talk soon all right see you guys